My daughter's little body is curled on my chest, hot with fever. She's 18 months old, just discovering the joy of running everywhere. But this week, her little legs lay still. She opens her eyes some, vaguely aware that Dory's getting lost for the 18th time on the blue of the television screen. The dishes stay in the sink, the laundry goes unfolded, and someone else carries out my lesson plans at work. My most important job needs doing, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. If I but touch his clothes, I will be healed. My young children seem to have the same insight as the woman with the hemorrhage. Physical contact heals. When they are sick, just being in my arms is a form of treatment. There's Tylenol, nasal spray, popsicles, lots of rest, and being held by mom. This is my natural superpower. In making me their mother, Christ made me the hem of his garment, a conduit of comfort and pain-relieving grace. It is not much to be held, but when you are suffering, when you don't understand why or whether it will end, Trusting the strength and assurance of the arms holding you might be all that there is. So I hold my daughter close. I let her sleep, cry, and press against me. Time stops at our house this week. My world narrows only to her. I know this week will end, but she doesn't. This week, she gets all of me. More than the medicine. She needs me. My body next to her brings peace, healing the disquiet in her soul. Years later, we have that same couch and we still snuggle on it. She's too big now to fit on my chest. Now she lays close beside me. I don't remember what it was in those lessons plans that I missed teaching that week. Likely, neither do those students who were there during my absence. Years ago, a youth leader of mine encouraged us to in to learn to distinguish in our lives between what is urgent and what is important. Often, he said, we neglect the non-urgent, important things because the urgent things are pressing. They demand our attention and must be done in a timely way. But, he said, that time that we neglect the important for the urgent adds up. Sometimes we have to set aside what is merely urgent for what is truly important. Jesus was on his way to heal a little girl that day in the crowd when the woman with the hemorrhage reached out to him for healing. And the touch of his garment did heal her. She got what she needed. Jesus could have just passed her by and continued on his way. He didn't. He chose to stop and speak to this woman face to face. This woman who for 12 years had been ritually impure because of her illness and excluded from temple worship. A little girl lays dying, but Jesus stops. He doesn't let this woman go unnoticed. His touch has healed her, and he still takes the time to be present with her. Were my students also important that week? Of course they were. And someone well-qualified was there taking care of their needs. Who's qualified to mother our children in our absence? My daughter needed me that week. My arms to hold her, my fingers to stroke the hair off of her forehead, my voice singing her to sleep. The gift of presence is mysterious. 
As much as my daughter needed me that week, she will likely never remember that childhood illness. She won't remember, but I will never forget. Now that I'm home with them all the time, do I still have that kind of clarity? How many times do piles of dishes and loads of laundry seem more urgent and pressing than my children's requests to play Candyland? It can be a challenge, choosing the important in the midst of urgent messes. And I can't neglect the things that need doing in our home every single time. The challenge is doing them without forgetting that right now, my most important ministry is to let them crawl up on my lap and read them a story. This is Mama Praise. I'm Samantha Stevenson. Thank you for listening.